Hey everybody, it is July 19th, 2022. I'm Dave Rubin, this is The Rubin Report. It's David's birthday around here, so we started the day with donuts. So if I'm a little sluggish, if I seem a little carb loaded, a little sugar heavy, you know why. I'm gonna plow through if the clips are a little slow. Connor had a lot of donuts today. His, his finger might not be working. The, the prompter may be a little slower. We're gonna do everything we can. I'm just saying there's a lot of sugar in the system right now. We are gonna to try to play through. It is David's birthday. Uh, I don't wanna give everything away in case he's watching the show right now, but later today, the entire team, we're getting a whole bunch of guns and we're going to a field out there in Florida. We're gonna shoot some stuff because that's what you do on your birthday when you live in Florida. What are we gonna shoot? Do we know what we're shooting? I, I assume iguanas. And, Rats, big rats, swamp creatures, other such things. Yes? Okay, good. We're going to shoot some stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, we got a big show for you today. Uh, we are going to juxtapose the uh, elites versus the regular people and how all of the wokeness, the craziness, the globalist nonsense, the climate change BS, all of this stuff that they're pushing on us is not anything that is important or relevant to any of our daily lives. It's just a way of controlling us. But many of you, well, especially you guys watching this, but many regular people as well, because you're special people if you're watching this. And I mean special, in the, not, you're not a special person, you're special people. Uh, you, uh, you get it and you're not being duped by this stuff anymore. And I think more and more people are actually not being duped by it. The, the endless fear of COVID coming back and you're going to die because of climate change and all of this stuff. I just think people aren't buying it anymore, but we just got to keep pushing and we need just to keep fostering that overwhelming sense that so many of us have right now, which is just, let's just reject this leftist woke progressive nonsense. Let's expose them for the devil worshiping weirdos that they are. And let's figure out better ways to live. That is the plan. And uh, that's what we're going to keep doing over here. And then we're going to shoot iguanas this afternoon. Before we get to any of that, let me talk to you about Bonner Private Wine. You know, you've heard me talk about the amazing extreme altitude wines from Bonner Private Wine before. Uh, well, I just had a bottle last night of their 9,000 foot Malbec. Uh, while I was eating a nice ribeye. It's grilling season and the flavors go great with any meat you're gonna have. Uh, they're unlike any wine you've ever tasted, blackberry, leather, smoke, a little dark cherry. These wines are almost impossible to get on your own. The producers deep in the Andes Mountains make a very limited quantity. Today, I have an amazing offer that I've never had before. If you visit bonnerprivatewines.com slash Dave, you'll not only get wine for over 50% off plus free shipping, but you'll also get a bonus bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. That's four bottles for the price of three. It's a deal that's hard to turn down if you're a wine lover like me. Just visit bonnerprivatewines.com slash Dave to claim your bonus bottle and become part of America's most unique wine club. That's bonnerprivatewines.com slash Dave to get your wine today. Okay, now let's talk about the elites because there is a group of people, whether they're the World Economic Forum or they're stooges like Justin Trudeau up in Canada or people that are loosely connected but are just, you know, power-hungry lunatics like Gavin Newsom in California, uh, who preach one thing to all of us, but do not behave that way in their own private lives. And it's becoming increasingly obvious that the only reason that they're constantly telling us that we're about to die, that the earth 
is going to swallow us whole, that disease is everywhere, and that if we just gave them more of our money and more of our rights, then we'd be safe. Uh, it's all a gimmick. It is all a shell game to keep us controlled and needy and not take responsibility for our own lives. I don't buy it. I don't think you buy it. Uh, but this guy, Prince Harry, who, uh, well, I guess he's ex, he's ex-prince. He's ex-prince. He's not a prince anymore. He gave up the princeship because he married this Meghan Markle and she's a woke wackadoo. So she basically said, you can't be a prince anymore and your whole family's racist. We'll get to that in a second. Well, anyway, Prince Harry or ex-Prince Harry, he gave a talk at the UN and the UN is a very corrupt organization. Uh, it used to be something about getting a whole bunch of countries together to see if we could do any good in the world. Now it's just like the worst countries running the craziest, you know, anti-Western programs that you can imagine. Anyway, Prince Harry gave a big talk at the UN and uh, he's very concerned about a whole bunch of stuff that is completely ridiculous. This has been a painful year in a painful decade. We're living through a pandemic that continues to ravage communities in every corner of the globe. Climate change wreaking havoc on our planet, with the most vulnerable suffering most of all. The few weaponizing lies and disinformation at the expense of the many. And from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States, we are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom the cause of Mandela's life. It, it's so extraordinary how these people operate. I, I in some ways, it's, it's not that I'm jealous of it because I, I don't want to lie. It's not something I'm interested in, but I'm like curious about it. Like how can you lie about everything? I cannot fathom. I mention this often and many of you bring this up to me and it often comes up in my Q and A's. Like how can these people just lie about everything? Could they be so like, confused by their own nonsense. Could they so live in another world as, as us? Like, it's just so crazy. He says a few things there. First of all, it's a very painful year and a painful decade. I mean, I would recommend that any of you uh, read actual data on any of these things. Humans are living longer than ever before. We have less poverty than ever before. Actually, wars and things are way down. Uh, there was more clean water. There is more uh, there's more potable water, there's more, you know, more aggregation and more land that people can grow food on. The, the world is greener than it's been. Like, it's just sort of crazy, but they need you to be in a constant state of fear. So the year has been horrible and the decade has been a nightmare. And then he was, the pandemic is still raging communities everywhere. You know, it's crazy because I Googled raging communities pandemic, couldn't find one hospital in the entire world on planet Earth one hospital right now that is overrun by COVID. I couldn't find one place, say in Africa, where they don't have great water, where they don't have great sanitation, they don't have uh, you know, fully equipped hospitals with the cutting edge equipment. And I couldn't find one hospital. There's just dead people everywhere. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it the entire way through the pandemic. Couldn't even find it in San Francisco. And that place is a shithole. Could not find it. Uh, then of course, we have to worry about climate change. Oh, that, I think that's ravaging communities too. Gotta watch out for the climate change. Just nonsense, just nonsense. His buddy, Barack Obama, you know, he just bought a house in Martha's Vineyard, massive $25, $30 million house right on the water. So climate change is coming. The water is rising. I'm going to buy a house uh, right on the ledge over there because that's how much I believe it. And I'm going to be buddies with John Kerry, who flies a private plane all over the country. And God only knows what he's injecting his face with, but that stuff can't be good for the environment either. Uh, and then 
the people that are weaponizing misinformation. Well, here's a guy who just spread all of this misinformation about how crazy the COVID is and climate change and all that, but other people are weaponizing misinformation. I mean, you get it, but this is what these people do. They just get up there and they wear their fancy suits and they eat their foie gras and they tell you that horrible things are happening and somehow their lives are all okay, but your life is going to be very, very affected by all of the craziness. Uh, but everything going on right now, all of the craziness has been ushered in by these woke leftist lunatics and these people who are just trying to grasp power wherever they can see it. They feel like they're losing the game in a way, right? Like that seems to be what's happening here, that the internet for all its, its dark parts of the internet, which there are plenty and all of the divisiveness and all of those things, it's enabled a bunch of us to, to see that the emperor has no clothes, that these people who are supposedly in charge are not smarter than us, they're not better than us, they're not, they're not worthy of, of our attention or our, our respect in many ways. Um, and they are usually the ones who are ushering in all the division they are clamoring against. So here now uh, is a video. You may remember this. This was uh, this is about a year ago, I think, originally, right? Uh, I think he was Prince at the time. It was before he was ex-Prince. We had the artist formerly named Prince, right? He was the artist formerly named Prince. Now we got the ex-Prince. This is Harry and Meghan Markle. And uh, she has just, I don't even care that much about the monarchy in England. I think there's something interesting about a monarchy and something that's supposed to stand the test of time and last political administrations and all of those things. But I don't generally talk about the monarchy that much. I did like The Crown on Netflix, pretty decent. Uh, but Harry and Meghan sat down with Oprah and uh, she told Harry and everybody else that they're a bunch of freaking racists. So we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not gonna be given a title. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? Later, Harry joins the interview, but he refuses to elaborate on who said it. That conversation, <laughs> I'm never going to share. Okay, so you have to understand, these people, like this guy, think of like the level of power that this kid was born into by pure happenstance, right? His bloodline somehow and, and whatever is in the ether of life, he was put on this earth and he is the prince to the crown, right? And he could have done so much good. So he marries this woman and now he's apologizing for all sorts of things. He won't be referred to as prince anymore. The monarchy is racist and all of these things. And then he brings this guilt. And I guess that's what so much of this is about. These people who have succeeded on the backs of others feel guilt about it. They feel an unending guilt. There is a, a, a cavern. There is an endless bottomless pit in their stomach of guilt that they cannot fill up properly. So he brings this woman in. She's now destroying his entire family's legacy. And, and in many ways, I think undermining the very uh, basic beliefs of what the United Kingdom is all about, why the monarchy has lasted this long, whether you love the monarchy or not, whether you think it's silly and the outfits are ridiculous and all of those things, like the idea of this thing that lasts political in, uh, administrations over time, like that there are things and standards that exist. I think there is some value to that, okay? We can talk about the, the stuff that may be over the top on the margins. But she comes in, you're a whole bunch of racists, and he's given up his title and everything else. And I think, and then you see, then the reason I'm showing you this, then you see this guy with all of this guilt 
going to the United Nations, telling you that you're going to die because of the disease that's everywhere, the virus, and you're also going to have problems because of climate change and the other people with misinformation and racism is running rampant and all of these things. These things are connected somehow. That's what I'm trying to show you. Uh, here's a video from a little bit after that. Uh, this is British TV, Piers Morgan. And Piers Morgan is a complete blowhard who just wants ratings. I get it. But half the time he makes some sense and half the time he's a complete lunatic. Uh, but here he was sort of right, then he loses it, uh, sort of right about that people have just had it with like all of this BS racist nonsense and the people who give into it. Let me talk about the program. It doesn't really matter what I think of Meghan Markle. It doesn't matter whether I believe her or not. What matters is the damage that she is accused of doing to the royal family. And let me ask you honestly, on the issue of race, mm -hmm. she has now got the whole of America and the worst of the world, frankly, looking upon the palace, the monarchy, the queen, everyone in the royal family as a bunch of racists. I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. OK. I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my. No, own no, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being. So Sorry. Can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. You. He I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. Okay, so the reason I'm showing you that is that Piers is sort of right, that you bring in this woman. Now, Now the, the monarchy is like falling apart. Like we shouldn't just, um, we shouldn't just be excited about the destruction of institutions, right? Jordan Peterson talks about this and actually in, in his last book, in the second book, 12 More Rules, uh, he talks about this quite extensively. It's like, we're watching institutions crumble and maybe certain institutions do, but you have to really think, what are you gonna replace them with? And as we watch our institutions crumble all across America, it's not like we're building that many great things sort of na at a national level. We're building them certainly at a, at a state level. There are some good things happening. I happen to live in a state that's leading on that front. Um, but anyway, Piers makes an interesting point. And then I, we just threw in the other part because he's also just like a television blowhard who just gets up. Like imagine being so offended by what that guy said. That's it, I'm taking my microphone off, I'm storming. Like, imagine if one of you guys offended me while with you. Michael, you're yawning right now. I just turned to you. You're literally yawning. As I, what if I was just, I'm not kidding. He's yawning, right? It's the donut, right? It is the donut. The sugar, it gets you. But imagine if I was just like, Michael's yawning while I'm talking and I just ripped this thing off and then walked out. How long would you keep the stream going? What would you do? Phoenix would jump in. You'd jump in? Anyway, little sidebar of just like the theatrics of television. But all of this shows, I think, a broader theme of these left-wing woke celebrities and politicians who are grifting. It's not even necessarily that they're grifting for money, they're grifting for attention and power, and normal people have just had it. So as long as we're talking about the UK and the British people who are an, an older people than us, a wise people, people with a certain degree of decorum and things of that nature, uh, let's talk about J.K. Rowling, who of course was the author of Harry Potter, uh, who was a beloved uh, character and a beloved book. Michael, you love those, uh, that Harry Potter there. And, uh, you know, thank you for not yawning when I said that. Um, Harry Potter was loved. J.K. Rowling was loved. But of course now, because she defends women against uh, having their genitals chopped off, she's a bad chick. Uh, here's some info from the Daily Wire. Author J.K. Rowling threw her support behind Macy Gray after the singer faced backlash for what some called transphobic comments when she said changing your parts doesn't make you a woman. Gray was labeled a TERF, a derogatory acronym used by some leftists 
that stands for Transgender Exclusionary Radical Feminists. After saying on Piers Morgan's Piers Morgan's Uncensored show that just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman, sorry. Today feels like a good day to ensure I've bought Macy Gray's entire back catalog. Rowling tweeted to her 13 million followers Tuesday. Rowling, the famed Harry Potter author, has also been the target of trans rights activists because of her defense of biological women's rights and protections. So to be clear about J.K. Rowling, what got her in this mess? I mean, again, this was, this was a beloved woman who wrote, you know, the, the Star Wars of our time, right? You first had, you had Lord of the Rings, then you had Star Wars, then you had Harry Potter. Like this is the thing that so many kids who are becoming adults right now, uh, this is the stuff that their dreams were made of, right? And it was great. It was actually, even though Harry Potter, I'm like, I'm a little old for it, but like the stories and the meaning of the stories and the consistency and, and the, actually what the stories were telling you were, were pretty deep, powerful things. Uh, she was loved by everybody. Then she dare say, hey, uh, you know, uh, girls are girls and boys are boys. Now she's a bad guy. And then of course, Macy Gray, who said, you know, just because you change your genitals, you're not really changing your sex. Uh, now she's a bad chick, although she apologized. We showed you that video last week, the like most pathetic apology I've ever seen. But it shows the insanity of the left. They're going after anyone who basically states things that we all know to be true. Uh, here's a tweet from The Blaze. What's going on over at UPenn? UPenn nominates transgender swimmer Leah Thomas as 2022 Woman of the Year. Now, as I say on this topic, I don't mean to be a dick about it, but uh, she is a dude. Uh, Leah Thomas has a penis. We did some research on that. Now I'm going to rip the mic off and walk out. <laughs> Leah Thomas has a penis. That's it. I'm out of here. Um, it's complete nonsense. You could, I suppose, and remember, she, she ranked something like 467th when she was a male. Now she's a female with a penis and she ranks the number one. She's the number one. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. And also, wouldn't the penis bog you down at that point? Like if you're going to swim as a chick, wouldn't you get rid of the penis just for the ability to get through water faster? Yeah. It's a, oh, it's a <laughs> propeller. That's funny. That's funny. Man, donuts work with you. Uh, anyway, it's all nonsense. We all, we know it's all nonsense, but it continues at the highest levels of government. Here is Assistant Secretary for Health, Rachel Levine, and she wants to do weird shit to kids. So we really want to, 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 to base our treatment and, uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth, not to limit their participation in activities and sports, and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state. All right, so that gal was a dude for about 45 years of her life, I think married to a woman, has kids, blah, 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 decides to transition or whatever's going on there, that's fine with me as an adult. Like you can do whatever you want. Uh, what's dangerous about that is what he, she, whatever said at the end, which is that they, she basically, he, she wants to put these kids on puberty blockers. You know, in other countries, if this was happening in the Middle East and, we, and they were like, oh, we're going to chop off kids' genitals and we're going to, all of this stuff, people would not be that thrilled about it, right? People would not be that thrilled. And then it would be the left calling those people uh, Islamophobes or something. Um, but it's just nonsense. Like that is health disinformation, right? They talk about misinformation all the time. 
If you are interested in just affirming what a seven-year-old says, I'm a girl today, and you're like, oh, you are a girl and I'm gonna drug you, you are insane. You are legitimately crazy and you should be studied at an institute in Sweden probably. That's what we should be doing with you people. Uh, but it does not just end there. As they are trying to t turn your sons into daughters and daughters into sons, they're trying to freak you out about COVID again. It's back, baby. Uh, so we've got more on that. Here we go. Uh, here is Biden's COVID coordinator, Dr. Ashish Jha. And uh, she's psyched because LA County is bringing back the masks. LA County announced this week that if cases continue on the same trajectory, they will have an indoor mask mandate. It looks likely that that will happen. I assume that's something you support. Should should other states look at this? Yeah, my view on this has been for really for two years, well before I came into this current role, my view on this has been very clear, which is uh, local jurisdictions, cities, uh, counties, states uh, should make decisions about mask mandates because communities are different uh, and their patterns of transmission are different. Um, that said, CDC has very clear guidance on this as well through their, through their COVID community levels. And, and the CDC recommendation is that when you're in a high zone, that sort of orange zone, as L.A. County is, uh, you know, people wearing masks indoors is really important and it really will make a difference. All right. First off, I have to apologize. I, I called Ashish Jha a she as I introed the clip. It's just I'm so confused about all this stuff and I'm trying to be respectful to everybody. And maybe he wears dresses at night. I don't know. So I was just trying to be nice. But from what I could tell there, Ashish Jha is a dude. Uh, but suddenly, and by the way, Martha Raddatz, great, great guy, great guy, really great guy. Um, but suddenly the same people who wanted complete federal control over everything, remember, when Donald Trump was president, even though they were calling him Hitler, they were demanding he do more. And what did everyone hate Donald Trump for? He said, hey, states, figure it out. And they said, you are Hitler. And Hitler, we just wish you had more power to do more things because everything that they say and do is ridiculous. But the meme has gone out. It's This is what I mean about you gotta give the devil his due and watch how the machine morphs right in front of our eyes. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. You've got devil worshipers like Gavin Newsom now talking about localism. He's into localism. And Ashish Jha, what, for the last two years, I've been talking about how local jurisdictions ought to do things a little... No, you didn't. Nobody did. No, you, you know who did? Republicans did. Conservatives did. Libertarians did. Scary people like Ron DeSantis did. And, uh, and a whole bunch of other red state governors did. But suddenly, now that, now that people haven't been wearing masks and places are thinking about bringing, bass mac, bringing masks back, suddenly they're like, oh yes, we do believe in that localism as long as it's gonna bring ba back masks. It's so freaking crazy. It's just so absolutely insane. But it is coming back and they love draconian policies. They love policies that will control you that have nothing to do with science, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, here's what's going on in San Diego right now. We've got San Diego USD President Sharon Whitehurst Payne. Uh, she's gonna mask up those kids because uh, apparently science. Parents who, who don't wanna wear a mask indoors in school, are there any other options for them? For the fall, there are some options. They can go to our uh, school that's online um, they can opt not to return to the regular school, but to go to the school where they don't have to go to school at all other than via Zoom. Yeah. And um, that's the easiest way for folks what who don't want to. What about the summer school? What if they were already enrolled in the summer school and now they get this mask mandate and they're n not comfortable with wearing a mask? 
they really should wear the mask. And but if they're not, not comfortable, uh, what should they do? They should just let make it known that they don't feel comfortable and at that point just not return. All right, look, if you live in San Diego and you've got kids in that school, get your kids out. You are a child abuser if you're sending your kids to school to have an unscientific piece of cloth wrapped around their face that does absolutely nothing. We know that all the masks except the N95s do nothing. So if you want to put your kid, which, and kids have a 99.99999% survival rate on COVID, and we're two and a half years past the beginning of this freaking thing. If you want to wrap your kid in one of those, you're also a psycho. But if you want to do it, I guess go ahead. And then when your kid uh, takes you out early, you know, when you're like 85 and they've got you on the machine and your kid finally rips their mask off and then they pull the... <laughs> the life support from you, you'll know why. But okay, if you want to do that, go to town, have fun. Um, but crazy, you're crazy people who live in California. You're, you're psychopaths, you're abusing your children. And that woman, she has no expertise in anything. She's not a scientist. Masks do not work. Kids are not getting sick. It's up to choice. And of course, what her alternative is, oh, we'll send you to Zoom school. And we know that kids are getting stupider. They are literally getting stupider. Kids are not speaking as early as they should, young toddlers. Uh, we know that the education level, third graders are now basically first graders, fifth graders are third graders. Like none of this is working. But if you people want to be part of this, go be part of it. We found an image of uh, this woman, Barbara, Barbara Federer. She is the LA department. She's the health lady in LA. I, I, when I lived in LA, I had a picture of this woman in my bedroom and I would throw darts at it at night just before I went to bed. She's the woman in charge of locking down LA and putting the masks on and everything else. She's the one that wants to bring the masks back. Can we get her picture? So that's Barbara Ferrer. Is it Ferrer or Federer? Whatever her name is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what her name is. Um, and uh, we found this other picture of her because I knew I had seen her sometime in the 80s. Oh, there she is. Yes, she actually also played the evil preacher in, Polster, in Poltergeist. Remember that? God is in his holy temple. Freaked me out as a kid. Freaked me out. But there she is again. I'm not sure which one's scarier to be quite honest. There, it's a, we should have got Skeletor in the mix too. But if you want to take your health advice from these people, then have at it. If you want that woman on the Zoom call to lock your kids up in San Diego, have fun. If you want Skeletor to uh, tell you to put a mask on in LA, have at it. There's nothing I can do for you people at this point. We tried. Uh, but what I've been hinting at, for this whole show is not just the insanity of the left. It's that actually people are rejecting their ineptitude, their incompetence, and their general BS. How about that? Uh, and there is good news because people are rejecting it. Well, now Anthony Fauci, the biggest con artist possibly in American history, a man who was literally sending emails to friends telling them to go on vacation in Mexico and not wear masks because they don't work while he was telling us to double mask. A man who pushed mandates and vaccines on everyone who's now admitting vaccines really don't do anything. Uh, he's actually going to retire because he wants to do other shit. Obviously, you can't go on forever. I do want to do other things in my career, even though I'm at a rather advanced age. I have the energy and the passion to continue to want to pursue other aspects of my professional career. And I'm going to do that sometime. I'm not exactly sure when, but I don't see myself being in this job to the point where I can't do anything else after that. So that's the reason. It has nothing to do with pressures, nothing to do with all the other nonsense that you hear about, all the bobs and the slings and the arrows. 
that has no influence on me. Yeah, I mean, that's just a lie, right? It's like nobody believes you anymore. You're a fraud and a con man, and I know you are the highest paid person in the federal government, and I have no doubt that you've made millions on however you figured out how to monetize this stuff, and it was your NIH that funded some of the stuff at the Wuhan lab and all of those things, but it's not, you're not retiring because of any of that, because people have, are sick of your nonsense and everybody was happy, basically, when you got COVID. You're not retiring because of any of that. You're retiring because you want to do other things, other science things. You're 80, you're 80. You know, you want to do other science things. Eh, 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 okay. Uh, but the common thread here, is that people aren't buying the nonsense. No one's sad that Fauci is retiring. There's a sense of relief, right? You're watching this right now. I'm sure you were relieved. Oh, okay, no more Fauci. It's a relief from the nonsense and the hypocrisy. Uh, and, and that is good. The more that that feeling spreads, like, oh, those people are, boy, those people are, that woman, she wants me to put my kid in a mask? She's nuts. Oh, that guy wants me to get injected with this weird thing? He's crazy. Oh, you know that guy who lives on a cliff? Uh, right on the water's edge, who's screaming about climate change? That's weird. Oh, that multi-millionaire socialist who has three houses wants me to pay more in taxes? I've had enough of that. People are starting to get it. You get it? Okay. And we've got more evidence of that. Uh, here is Senator Kennedy. And man, the guy's got away with words and has, has really become a leading uh, sort of uh, bullshit detector in the government. Uh, he is uh, not into this Joe Biden fella. He is less than halfway through his term. And he's already a lame duck. The majority of Americans think he shouldn't run for re-election. The majority of Democrats think he won't, shouldn't run for re-election. Um, a lot of his colleagues are already talking about running against him. And the only way he's going to find his footing, in my judgment, and the only way that uh, uh, the American people are going to, to be better off is to reverse his woke policies. It's yeah. just that simple. You reap what you sow. Otherwise, I mean, the, the American people are just going to continue to uh, to not eat, trust him eat with a with a glow stick. Yeah, everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. And by the way, when this thing about you know these old people shouldn't be in charge, and I always say it's not about it's not about age, right? You can be in your late seventies, early eighties. You could probably be, I would say, like around 85% of your former self, probably into your mid, late 80s at this point, and plenty of people in their 90s are living perfectly good guy, lives. Should they be the president of the United States? Should they be on call 24 hours a day? Should be, they be flying all over the world and time changes and all of these other things? Probably not that, uh, but the point is, uh, Kennedy's up there in years, and you can see he's just significantly sharper than Joe Biden. So it's not about age, it's about what's happening to Joe Biden's brain, which they cannot hide much longer, uh, but also, as we've been showing you for a couple weeks now, there is something interesting happening because the party is realizing that they're done with him and he is going to be the sacrificial lamb. He thought he was giving them everything they wanted and perhaps he did, but he didn't realize that the last thing that they wanted was him, meaning, oh, we'd have to take someone out to really accomplish what we're doing and usher in even more insanity. Uh, but the media is picking up on it. They realize Biden is dead man walking. How is Biden doing compared to his predecessors? One way we look at that, Jake, we ask folks, do you believe Joe Biden has the right priorities? Okay, so right now, only 31% say yes. President Biden has the right priority. 68% say no. That's his modern era predecessors. Look at that. Not very well. 31% for Biden is clearly the low watermark of all Trump, Obama, Bush, and Clinton on this score, Jake. 
So what's really incredible about that, if you were looking at those numbers, so Trump's low watermark was 44%. Now remember, he was the most polarizing president in history and he was Hitler and he was mean and he was grabbing people by this thing and he was doing all this bad stuff and everyone hated him and the entire machine was against him. And he only got to 44%. Biden's at 31%. Now maybe that has something to do with the price of gas and the crazy war and the supply chain and just the general state of nonsense and boys or girls and a whole bunch of everything else. Um, but what, why is the unpopularity accelerating? Cause I actually don't think it's just policy. It's not just policy. It's, it's their complete disregard for sanity. It's like people can put up with a lot of stuff. They really can. People can put up with ineptitude and high taxes and all this stuff, but it's the basic assault on reality that people can't. And what, what happens with the left always is the, the radicals always eat the sane people. So speaking of radicals, here is Vermont Senator, socialist with three houses and millionaire Bernie Sanders. And he's freaking out because Joe Manchin, who is a Democrat, isn't giving him everything that he wants. Senator Joe Manchin, of course, abruptly pulled the plug this week on the Democrats. No, Martha, he didn't abruptly. Pass. Martha, oh, oh, okay, Martha, let, 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 okay. he abruptly on Friday He didn't did abruptly that. do anything. He was he negotiating for a while. the president's agenda. So what you have here is Joe Manchin making a decision for himself. That's how the Senate works. Now, I understand they, they don't like the Senate and they don't like uh, every state having two representatives so that it can balance out state power. They don't want that. They want mob rule. The left wants, well, they want their people in charge and then to have the mob rule, right? They would gladly take minority rule if they could rule over everybody else. They, they just want power ultimately either way. Um, but it's incredible. Uh, I, I honestly don't see how Bernie can look himself in the mirror. I don't know how any socialist can look themselves in a mirror, but I guess a, a millionaire socialist can look themselves in a mirror in a very expensive mirror, but he lacks any self-awareness, just like all of the left, all of these wokesters. It's like Manchin saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't uh, print all this money. Uh, maybe we shouldn't give the president unlimited capacity to give other countries money. Maybe we shouldn't give the president unlimited capacity over all of our economy and to manage climate as if these morons like AOC, uh, AOC and any of these people, they couldn't manage their, they couldn't manage a McDonald's, much less manage the climate. And I'm not even denigrating someone who manages a McDonald's. I'm sure it's a very complex thing to do, right? Uh, but, but Bernie just, oh, Manchin's a bad dude because he's not given me enough power to do all the stuff that I want. But getting to this idea of how they've assaulted reality and how when they assault reality, and we all know it, it actually turns into things in real life. So do you remember this? We played this a couple of times before the election and, and not a lot of people played this, but I thought this was a seriously important moment. Joe Biden was at some gender conference or LGBTQ conference or one of these rainbow conferences. And uh, they asked him about what jail trans people should go to. Yes, and by the way, in prison, in prison, the determination should be that your sexual identity is defined by what you say it is, not what, in fact, the prison says it is. And in that case, you should be entitled also to OGBYN. Anyway, uh, you didn't ask that question. All right, muddled fool doesn't even know what he's saying. You know he doesn't believe any of it, but, but in essence, they're okay. So that you should choose which prison you want to go to. So let's say you're a dude, I don't know, you, you murder and rape 20 chicks. Murder, rape, the whole thing. Pillage, steal a lot of stuff, do some bad stuff. But then they get you on trial and they find you guilty and then you go, I'm a chick. 
I'm a chick. I want to go to chick prison. I like chick prison. I saw Orange is the New Black. Seems fun over there. Let's go. Uh, well, Joe Biden is saying you should be allowed to do that. Do you think that has real world consequences? How about this headline from, uh, this is two days ago. 27-year-old transgender inmate who impregnated two women moves to men's prison. So that dude who you're seeing there in the corner became that chick who you're seeing there on the side, raped two women in a female prison and now is moving back to men's prison. You get it? You get it? So what do we have to do? What do we have to do? Well, we have to not only expose it. Okay, we do that all the time here. Uh, and hopefully you guys are doing it however you can in your own life. And hopefully you're getting on school boards and hopefully you're fighting to whatever ability you're able to fight. But we also have to elect people who will cleanly and clearly tell the truth. And there are some of them. There are some of them. There's obviously Ron DeSantis here in Florida. There's Kim Reynolds in Iowa. Uh, there are plenty of people that are doing this to, to one extent or another, okay? There's Carrie Lake, who is hopefully gonna be governor in Arizona. There are plenty of people that are doing this. But now I wanna show you video. I just thought this was so perfect and it's such a perfect example of how about a clean, clear answer without any of the nonsense. Uh, this is my friend and I believe the next senator from the great state of Arizona, Blake Masters on Tucker, talking about immigration and what do we actually have to do. Under Joe yeah. Biden's leadership, uh, the southern border has become a welcome mat for the cartels. You know, the cartels, they're the only people who have gotten richer under Joe Biden, except, of course, for Nancy Pelosi. Um, Tucker, nobody has the right to come to America. That's a privilege. But every American citizen has the right to public order. And, you know, the situation at the border, it's a pilot program for everything the Democrats plan to do to the whole country, right? Completely abandon the rule of law and call you crazy if you complain about it but most people just want the law to be enforced. Unfortunately, the Democrats are the party of lawlessness and intimidation, right? They'll intimidate anyone who dares to speak out. Well, we have to speak out. We have to take back power right now. Otherwise, the Democrats will put a gag on your mouth and call it democracy. Clean, clear, and honest. You don't have a right to be an American. It's a privilege to be an American. And what do we want? We want people to live by the law live by the law. You want to come here? It's still the place that everyone wants to come to, despite, you know, the, uh, the patriarchy and capitalism's evil and founded on slavery and all that mean stuff, but AOC never leaves. You still want to come? People still breaking in? I mean, it's the reverse of a zombie movie. That's what we're doing here, right? I just started watching Resident Evil. Uh, and in zombie movies, you're always running away from the zombies. Here, the zombies are coming to us and, we're, and the lefties are welcoming them. Come, oh, zombies, come over. And I'm not comparing immigrants to zombies, although in those videos, it sort of looks the same, but you get the idea. You get the idea. Everyone still wants to come here. We don't have thousands of people rushing our Southern border to get to Mexico, even though, as Jill Biden would say, those taco people down there are wonderful people with their margaritas and their chimichangas, you see? Okay, so stick around for a cold close, people. Uh, but we've got some comments from the uh, locals community. TK says, I will never understand why people who call themselves feminists seem to have no problem erasing females. It is the, it is the end result of leftism, which is not connected to anything having to do with reality, but everything to do with power. When you, when you got equality, when women got equality, when gays got equality, when black people got equality, you're supposed to, okay, guys, let's move on. Maybe the world is not perfect, but we got equality. We got a chance. Let's say, see how we can set off into the world and make the best lives for ourselves, but now it's on us. And sure, maybe there were things before us that weren't quite right. Maybe there was some problems. Maybe somebody discriminated against me in the past, 
or my father before that or whatever it might be, but now it's on you to fix things. They can't leave well enough alone. So the same, I mean, it's extraordinary, the same exact people who were fighting the man and, and burning their bras at Berkeley in the name of free speech are now shouting down women like J.K. Rowling just because she doesn't want a dude to win a women's swimming event in high school. It's, it's absolutely incredible. But if you really understand the ideology, it actually makes perfect sense. Talway says, Megan and Harry remind me of the rich guy and wife from Gilligan's Island, just not as funny. That's good. It was, uh, who, who, the rich guy was, uh, uh, what was his name? The rich guy and Gil you guys don't know, you kids. I'm, I got a bunch of kids in here. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, the rich guy in Gilligan's Island and his wife. Yeah, Mr. Powell? Howell. Howell, Mr. Howell and his wife, the blonde. She didn't know what was going on. And Mr. Howell talked like this. You know, he was very rich. And rich people used to talk like this. Uh, Amy says, Meghan Markle is as black as Amer uh, Elizabeth Warren is Cherokee. Ain't it the truth? God, these people. They, they're, the, they're all, they're the racists. They're everything they say we are. Guys, if you want to play along during the show, if you want to get videos early and ad free and chat with me and a whole bunch more, uh, you can join us at rubenreport.locals.com. Uh, we are off to shoot some guns. They say you should get hopped up on sugar and eat a lot of donuts before you go shoot things, right? That's, the, that's what you're supposed to do. So uh, we got some more donuts downstairs. We're gonna carb load, get some sugar in the system, get out on a hot 100 degree day in the middle of South Florida in a field and shoot some iguanas. I hope you do whatever makes you happy for the rest of the day. And we will cold close you with the woman who's gonna be president once they get rid of Joe, Kamala Harris. You know, I asked my team to, to you know, I'd Remember Venn diagrams, those three circles, right? And then let's just see where they overlap. So I asked my team, I said, you know, do a Venn diagram on two circles for me, um, and, and in particular. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubenreport.locals.com.